Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Matty, welcome. Missile Fletch, how are you, boys? Going uh, good, Matty. You're a bit late. What were we up to? Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, mate, I was, up, I was upstairs having a kip. Oh, I just... I, God, I was upstairs and I just made. I just, I just dozed off. I was. Um, my wife's watching Dynasty on the. Uh, it's a new series on Paramount Plus. Yeah, watching yeah. that, and I, I just, it just put me to sleep. Yeah, I don't and mind so, having an Arvo nap. I love him. I love it. Big I've fan. been, mate. Since we, since we finished the show last week, it's probably had more to do with my lifestyle. Since we finished, I've been, yeah. mate, having an hour every afternoon. It's. I'm calling it a siesta. I don't think you've heard that word before. Uh, yes, I have. <laughs> uh, a Matty. Ford siesta, I think. Do you, do, you and Trish, do you and Trish watch shows together or do you split up and have your own shows? Because my missus makes me watch everything she watches and I get stuck with Housewives oh, and all Housewives that sort of jazz. Yeah. Well, mate, Miss Al, my, uh, my wife, mate, from about 7 o'clock... She goes to bed and just parks herself in the bedroom, and just watches show, shows in there. So I, I love it. I just sit out there and made um, finish watching The Bear, which I loved on Paramount. And at the moment, mm-hmm. I'm sort of halfway through this ne- uh, Netflix series. It's a, it's a, you might, it's a, um, it's a sitcom on Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know Some if you've seen it, boys. Yeah, oh man. Dark. But Pretty you know, crook, dude. Talk- uh, Matty, they're in talks with Channel 7, actually. Um, reality show. It's going to be called Dharma Wants a Wife. They're going to try and find... Uh, no, it, it is crook, isn't it? It's a, it's a, it is an awful, awful... Uh, oh, the Dharma Wants a Wife. That is, oh, mate. It, it's chilling, that for the first episode where... He gets Mate. the guy back to the room and puts him in, in the handcuff and traps him. And you're just going, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> but, oh man. Uh, there's, apparently, there's a few holes in the storyline saying that, you know, the lady that complained? The yeah, neighbour? The neighbour. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. That didn't, that didn't happen. Yeah, right. But, you know, they just... Yeah, well, she was saying she could voices. smell something coming through the, the oh, vents and mate, stuff. It's it crook stuff. It is yeah, but stuff. Anyway, I've, let's talk... I, after the third something. episode, they played that audio, that real audio that happened. So they're yeah. saying they took license for that. Uh, anyway, okay. Anyway, let's move on to something else that was yes. very, very crook. Um, the Eels' defence last Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, mate, they got co- mate. We, look, Fletch, we spoke about this last week. Um, going into the grand final, we said what's really, really important in a grand final is you, you aren't left at the gates emotionally, is you don't treat the grand final like any other week. It's got to be, you've got to be sky high because you run onto the field and you can lose the game in the first 15 minutes or the first 20 minutes. It could be over. Yep. And when I heard that, I, I, was really, I, I was really shocked when I heard the news that Parramatta just treated it like any other game day. Uh, well, uh, first of all, they rejected the invitation to do a training session on a core stadium. And then secondly, the players all drove their own cars to the games. Yeah. Like, it's only a little thing, but like I found Grand Final Week just really special. The one in, in, I had in Australia, but also the one at Wigan where 
you know, you get particularly in England when they give you the suit, uh, you get the you get the bus to Old Trafford. It's just something really, really special. And I don't know, it, it's sort of like like there's a couple of things there. Driving your own car to the game, I mean, it leaves Weird. it to to chance, which has happened sometimes in the past, ironically with Parramatta, where Mick Cronin once got caught in a traffic jam, and um, only arrived at the game in time for warm up. And so there's, it leaves itself open for all those sort of things, you know, as opposed to getting a bus and a police escort straight to the ground. So that that's that surprises me, but I suppose you always look at these things in hindsight. But Penrith were just Pen, Penrith were just too good. It just shows you, you know, although Parramatta got them a couple of times through the season, at the end of the day when they got to the final series and it really counted, Penrith just showed that on that bigger stage when more when more is at stake. They can just elevate themselves more, um, they ha- and they had just more in the tank. Sorry, mate. Now, Matthew, I remember speaking to you early on in the year, and it was a hypothetical question saying, "Oh, well, the Panthers in the, over the next five years could they win one more premiership, two more premierships, or three? Yeah. Have you increased your quota to maybe four? Well, I said three, didn't I? I said yep. three in the next five. I, I anticipated they win three in the next five. They're done." Brilliant, of course, brilliantly well. Because the the bottom line is, Fletch, they've just got to keep they've got to keep losing players. Um, although, when you have a look at their one, uh, it's unprecedented that they won basically everything outside of the NRLW. They just won, won right through. Shows how much depth they've got. Uh, but that is going to be that's that's going to be one of the things that tests them. Is you know, can, year by year by year, just losing experience. Guys and other sides acquiring those players makes it hard. But I, I, mate, I think, you know, I think three in the next five that they will be as the Melbourne Storm with the side of the last decade. They'll be the side uh, of the next decade. Goes without saying. It's, it's stating the obvious. And Nathan Cleary, where it was Cameron Smith, will be Nathan Cleary as the player of the decade. I've got a hypothetical for both of you. I love Fletch, it. you're at the peak of your powers playing with O2 Roosters. Yeah. Matty, you're at the peak of your powers playing with the 97 uh, Knights. Firstly, do you think you could beat your opposite's team? Fletch, do you think you could beat Matty's 97 Knights? Matty, do you think you could beat Fletcher's Roosters? And secondly, who's the one team across history that you'd be most uh, worried about playing? Um, This Penrith side would would be up there. Mm, But I I, I would say the Raiders of the mid Nineties, early nineties, yeah. just they were just. And big. you reckon you dust the ninety-seven nights? Flog them. You reckon? Yeah. Flog mate, them. We got, we got the roosters measure. Don't worry about that, mate. We got the roosters measure. We showed that in uh, in two thousand. Oh, hang on. No, you just beat us. We'll, <laughs> if it was half a game, yeah, we we go okay. I reckon, mate. Yeah, I'm with Fletch. The side only. I mean, of course, I never got to play against those great Melbourne sides, and of course, you don't play against. This Penrith side, but from my time playing, the '94 Raiders were absolutely frightening. Just powerhouse right across the board, and they were different. Like the Broncos were a powerhouse of that time, as were Manly, but particularly the Broncos. The Broncos would let you play football, and they'd be happy to say, "Right, you score 20 points, and we'll score 30 points." Where, mate, the Raiders were just so mean. Mate, they'd just throw the ball around, could put 50 points on you, but then when they turn the ball over, they'd just bash you. It was just, mate, it was they were awful to play against. And, mate, and pretty good too. You had Ricky there just sledging you the whole time. 
It was he used to call me Joey, which I liked, but Joey used to hate it when he called him Matty. So, um, did you ever get crow pecked by him? That was his big go. Yes, he'd be tackled on the ground, someone to do all his dirty work, and then he'd run past you and just crow peck you on the top of his on your head with his knuckle. Yes, uh, yes, he was a real annoying <laughs> pull your hair. <laughs> yep. Yeah, pull. Oh man, I tell you, boys, I heard you talking just before. I am, I cannot believe the World Cup. What we're doing with the numbers. Yeah. I cannot believe it. I, no. Firstly, for the tournament, as far as the tournament organisers, like, each game, you should earn your 1-17 to jersey. Because like Fletch said, like, you know, James, like, you, you got your old, you know, test jerseys, and the number, of, I got a, a couple of 14s and 15s and that, because, you know, I, I was in the era of Laurie and, uh, and Freddie, but mate, the the couple of sixes I've got are just mate. They're the special ones because they're you know they're, they're the ones you earn. Yeah. I I just I think for the individual himself, you know, to be handed, you know, like Isaiah Yo, I think what his number, 24, I think he's number twenty four. Twenty, you know, I just and on the during the game, I just think like looking at Latrell in the eight jersey. It just for the organisers, I think they've got it wrong, and I think for Australia, I think we've got it wrong. I just, I, I honestly, I hate it. Well, I think. Yeah, um, so, if you were going by your logic, Regan Campbell Gillard is going to be wearing the number six. So that's his, yeah, that'll Reed, be his yeah. test jersey. Cleary's going to be in fourteen. Yeah, it, yeah. it's weird well, see, stuff, isn't it? So, so is this it's definitely. Even, yeah, this is their numbers. For the whole tournament, from, yeah. from game one. Yeah, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Latrell is eight. Burton, number 12. Daly Tree Evans, number two. Like, it's just, it's, it's like you just, the, the traditional jerseys, like the traditional numbers are part of the history of the sport yeah. that you shouldn't tamper with. And, and for the people who is the who are the casual observer, so it's not the complete newcomer who comes to rugby league and watches it for for the first time, but the person who is the, you know, someone who goes, oh, you know, yeah, I, you know, I'll I'll sit and watch this. this is interesting. Mm-hmm. You'd be going, my God, sorry, who is what? Particularly these days, because players will wander in field and everything like that, and you'll have forwards the ball play a little bit. Like, like you just have it, for people, as I said before, who are, you know, the casual observer only watches a couple of games a year. They'll be just going, mate. Sorry, who are these guys? Just yeah. doesn't doesn't make any sense to me at all. I heard on your morning show the other week, Maddie, and I know Joey is on the medicinal marijuana, so I'm not sure yes. how seriously I should take it. But he was convinced that uh, Daily Cherry Evans would be the number seven uh, for the Kangaroos. Yes. Is, has he changed his mind since this final series? Or and, and where, who do you think should be the starting number seven? If you'd have picked the uh, the Australian side the week after the Origin series, I'd have said definitely Daly Cherry Evans because if you're the incumbent, then you know he won he won the battle in the Origin series. But yep. you know, given what Nathan has done through the final series and probably the way that Daly finished the season, oh, it's got to be. It's got to be Nathan. It's a bit. It's a big one. We're going to talk about this tomorrow on the show. But it's a big one for Mal, because you know, with Mal picks daily first up, you know, 
people are going to go, oh, mate, hang on a second, what about what Nathan did? However, if he picks Nathan, I can imagine the Queenslanders will go berserk and say, hang on, mate, Daly was the, he's the incumbent, deserves the jersey. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a big one, and you got the and you got combinations there as well. As far as right, who's going to be a hooker? Is it going to be Ben Hunt or Harry Grant? And you got Munster at six, which lends itself to the combinations with Daly Cherry Evans. But you think Nathan can fit into any side and get chemistry and combination with players, you know, really quickly, you know, almost immediately. But I, this is one of the reasons, boys. I, I like New Zealand for the World Cup. I know this is going to sound un-Australian. But I like uh, I like New Zealand because I think with Australia, we've got a lot of sorting out to do. Um, you know, as far as trying to get that the right combinations in, trying to strike chemistry immediately. Well, if you look at the New Zealand side, the New Zealand squad are very much settled, and you've got guys like Fisher Harris, uh, mate Moses Leota, who. You know, he gets overshadowed a bit by James Fisher-Harris, but he was one of the, the players of the final series. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Nelson Soffa-Solomona, Tarpany, Brandon Smith, and then in the backs you've got, you got Manu, you've got uh, Jerome Hughes. Um, it just goes, it goes on and on and on. They are a cracking side, New Zealand. If they can stay injury-free, they're going to take a lot of beating. And so we've got a big job just to even get into the final because I think the way it's structured at the moment, boys, is that Australia Australia can't play New Zealand in the final, Vossie told no. me. No, it ca- it can't happen. Same side. They've sort of almost set it up a little bit. They've tried... Well, I'm not going to say they've tried to, but um, like England looked as though they're in the box seat, but I think England are in trouble. I think England... I, think, I, reckon, I reckon Samoa will knock over England in the first game. Samoa could come from nowhere and make the World Cup final. You know, as could uh, and, and Tonga could feature. I think I think those two nations are probably I think are more likely than England. Are your boys going over for Italy again? Uh the older bloke uh he's not uh, because James, he had uh, he had no off season last year. He had a shoulder reconstruction, which got infection all the way through it, and you know wasn't available to about round eight or nine in the uh, in the NRL competition. So he needs he just wants to have a long off season. And the younger bloke as yeah. well, the younger bloke at the moment is is talking to a couple of clubs, and those clubs made it clear to him that. Um, is that basically it's a deal breaker if he goes to the World Cup. They wanted to have oh. a full uh, off season. So it would have been nice, but you know, at the end of the day, you've got to put your career first, your club career. Now, Matty, can I just ask you this? You were talking earlier how Trish goes to bed at seven and she goes in yes. there and watches a, a show. It, both boys have moved out now, obviously. Or is one come back? Is Jack back? Uh, they're both back. Uh, the the younger bloke Cooper is back. Jack's he's coming back inadvertently, but he's he's living up at Newcastle. Yes. Right. Is that going to change the dynamics a bit having Cooper back? Because you were the empty nesters. Yes. To do what you want. Slightly. Are you, are you are you happy for Cooper being back in? Like, would you have to then wear pants around well, the house? All that yes. sort of stuff. Well, it has changed a little bit, Fletch, because. Yeah. Um, Trisha's Trisha got uh, very very good friends at the Gold Coast, and their daughter works at, who lives down here, and her place has been renovated, so she's been living here. So it has a take it has been taken a little bit to get used to. Now, where suddenly you wake up through the middle of the night, and you're walking around, Trisha's gone, mate. Put some pants on. You go, oh my, mm. oh my God, I'd forgot. It does change the dynamic. I like it. Yeah, I, I love having the boys home and love uh, having. 
um, having Georgia here. It, it is so good. It just acts as a little bit of cartilage between me and Trish. Yeah. <laughs> particularly, if we're, particularly if we're bluing, which yes. I believe that that um, that you and Britt are bluing at the moment. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a are you still... Yeah, house. probably after Friday night. It's still that carrying was, on. That, yeah, that was that big. Was, that started off. But then I went to Carl Barron last night, Matthew. I went to Carl Barron, and he was very, very funny. I just yeah. got caught up in the with everyone else. Yeah. I was just saying, he comes out, he doesn't say any word, he doesn't say anything. He just looks at him, and you just laugh. Yeah. But he was, was very, he was, he was very, he was very dark on our show that night, on, exactly. wasn't he? On, he was and then so dark. I remember dark. you asking him about your fa- his favourite joke. And he told yeah. that one about how he sat on a. He thought he was sitting on a toilet, and it was. But he didn't. He goes, and there was something come up, and grabbed him on the testicles, and we yes. went, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, and then I realised I was sitting on a mop bucket. Yes. So yes, that he was did. the joke. That and was, it, yeah. And, we didn't and then he said, <laughs> I asked him about um, um, what gives him pleasure, or worse to that extent. He said, the thought of dying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> What's going? Wow, mate, that's comedians. Come on, co- comedians that, mate, they're heavy dudes. There's that they that are. sad clown thing. Well, mate, my Carl Barron story was years ago when he was on the Footy Show. I had to do a gig at the Brisbane Entertainment Centre right on this Friday. That anyway, so I I'm on the plane the night before Carl's been on the show, and I'm walking off the plane, and all of a sudden Carl's there. I say, hey, Carl, again. Hi, oh, Matty, how you doing? Chat, 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 chat. We're standing at the uh, beige carousel. Bass come out, and I go, "Oh yeah, mate. Well, do you want to share a cab?" And he goes, "Oh no, I've got a ride." And anyway, this limo pulled up, and I went, "Oh, awesome!" Went to jump in. He said, "No, no, mate. No, no, no. Sorry, I ride alone." I went, "Oh, okay." I went and jumped in a cab. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he, he's. What about you two? Because you're both kind of funny men of TV and radio. Do you ride the highs and lows like someone like Carl or? No. No, you're, you're sportsman I'm, first, I'm funny all, man second. No, yeah. no, I'm always down. <laughs> you're always down. Because <laughs> you said you said Heine yeah. has his ups and downs, yeah. doesn't he? Heine's bad. Heine gets yeah. real. Uh, he shouldn't drink. Okay, but I he find doesn't. he gets. He, yeah. drinks, he drinks that stupid. He drinks that stupid Corona. Yeah. I said, he mate, gets, there's no preservatives in that sort of stuff. Mate, he gets okay. so down. Like it, it, James. It's it's amazing. He's the only bloke I know that has six beers and wakes up the next day. And like he's seriously depressed. Or the other one, we get there. He does. He does like um, comforting on the yeah. show. He gets there and he gets so down on himself. We'll get there. I mean, we all rip in and eat, eat too much. But when Hindy does, the moment that he has one chip too many, he, he, sometimes he'll sit on the lounge, <laughs> on the couch, and just say basically very little night. So we have to, we have to keep a check on how much he's eating. <laughs> And so Fletch goes, mate, no more. (laughs) I tell you, you, speaking about no more, and we should have pulled him up, was Gordon Tallis last Thursday night, uh, our last show, when we gave him uh, a little bit of a tequila before he went on air, and it was the best TV. I I was losing it. So we did it across, and he was was smiling because he's a happy drunk. And we'll get the audio. Can we get the audio, maybe, Gibbo? If we could... Gibbo, I know late notice, but... No, anyway, it was. Oh, mate, if you get a chance, was, get on YouTube. Give us the oh, yeah, but young Bailey Simonson, even Bailey Simonson was laughing. He just <laughs> went. Uh, he goes, "Hey, mate. Hey, just wondering how you're going to stop 
Nathan Cleary's bombs. <laughs> that was it. Was, and he had his it big, so cheesy good. smile. I tell you what, tell you what, Fletch, Gordon, I think, you know, as you get older, as people get older, they have less of a tolerance for alcohol. Like Gordon, back in the day, mate, he used to be able to, he, had, he, he was empty legs. He could just, just go, go, go. And he wouldn't even, wouldn't even put a dent in him. And, um, mate, the last couple of times I've been with him, Gordon's, I don't know if he's, he's changed. I don't, I don't know if the fact we got him onto the tequila might have been it, but I didn't yeah. realise how blind he was yeah, until. Number, yeah, it is. Yes, yeah. until he, um, until he was on the camera. <laughs> I don't think Gordon even knew. <laughs> uh, all right, Matthew, we're going to let you go, mate. Get back to uh, that uh, kids flick Dharma, and we'll uh, enjoy your would weekend. You, uh, Listen, son number two has just come out of bed. Would you, do you just want to have a chat? Quick chat. Yeah, what's he doing? Yeah, here he is. He's, he look, mate, he's got these tracky pants. I'm like, like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Here he is. One second. Hello? Coop. Yeah, how are you, mate? Good. Oh, is this on air or something? Yeah, we're on air. <laughs> we're on air, so don't oh. swear. Um, we just wanted to say wish you luck uh, over in uh, the World Cup because I understand you're going to go play for Italy. Yeah, thanks, Fletch. No problem. <laughs> that, no problem, mate. We just, thanks, yeah, mate. mate. You might get a chance because the missile's here. Missile, Cooper, Cooper, yeah, missile. Cooper. He met the Pope. So, and um, you might be able to meet the Pope when you get over there. Something tells me uh, that's not going to happen. But, uh, <laughs> mate, I appreciate you uh, giving me that sort of hope, missile. No. Cooper, you ever met uh, Matt Burton? Yes. You reckon yep. you could strike up a halves partnership with him? Oh, I know where you're going. Um, I'm not too sure, uh, guys. I'm not gonna, I don't want to say anything. Uh, you ask me a lot of incriminating questions at the moment. Um, no, things that could get me a little bit of trouble. He's a dog's man, Coop. He's a big Oh, dog you're a dog's man. man. Oh, I'm a dog's man. I am a dog's man. Yes, yes. Uncle Gus has been calling, yes. Matty tells us. Gus loves the dog, definitely. Yeah, the uh, yeah he does. Um, where are you living at, uh, Missile? <laughs> I'm in Bondi, Coop. Oh, yeah, nice. So, so if you're ever in the area, come over for up. a coffee or something like that? Just yeah. a quiet coffee, yeah. yeah we've got, quiet, think Hectic Cheese is coming to the area, Fletch? Yeah, no, he won't be allowed to move. He's going to live in the bra. Do we have to give him like a hazing or something? Or? No, he's going, to, he's going to move over to 2035 Maroubra. Really? Bra boys hey, uh, after him. What, what's, uh, what station's this on? What are we doing right now? Okay, this is on <laughs> SEN 1170. But Coop, we've, sorry, we've got to cut you short because we've got to get to the news. Oh, mate, no, I thought we're you good. were doing the uh, doing it with Joel. Uh, yeah, Joel's in Vegas, looking at people in in uh, hotel pools. He's in the speedos in the pool parties. Yeah, he's a dude. Oh yeah. Well, let's, I know we'll a few, pe- know a few people like that. Definitely. We'll <laughs> let you get back to uh, your mum and dad. Thanks. Okay. Coop. Thanks, good guys. Luck. Good. Thanks, luck. Coop. Bon and uh, as they say in Italian, Bonasera. Bonasera. So that was Maddie Johns and Cooper Johns. <laughs> Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.